Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of It's My Wrestling Podcast. It's me, your host, Chris Dees, as always. Today's episode is a little bit different. I've been doing retro reviews once a month, every month for the last sort of like five or six months. But March isn't particularly known for its pay-per-views outside of WrestleMania. It's only really been the last, like, five or six, seven years where you've had something like Fastlane or Roadblock or some garbage, and I didn't really want to put you guys or myself or Wade through having to do a (laughs) retro review of Fastlane, so you're welcome for that. So what I did instead was I went back through the history books, tried to find something important that happened in the month of March, something we could go back and either review or have a go at doing ourselves, And of course, the very first WWE draft took place in March. I can't remember the year. I want to say 2002. That sounds about right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. 2001, 2002, something like that. So today we are going to sit down and do our own mock draft using this year's current, or as current as it can be when they're releasing people every five minutes, WWE roster. Um, We are recording this in January, so I apologize if by the time this comes out in March, if half of the people people that we oh, no. have been released i know i literally Don't only put that on my mind like a few hours ago i was like oh shit i wanted william regal to be my gm he got released last night so yeah. hopefully it's nice and accurate hopefully they'll wait a couple of months before they fire anybody after wrestlemania maybe um so yes like i said i have been joined by my very good friend mr wade wilson i will explain how we're going to do this all in a couple of minutes but wade for the benefit of any of my uk watchers and listeners we we don't do drafts over here so like for for our uk sports really it's only you'd probably only include football or soccer as you would say um Mm. and maybe rugby but we don't have things like drafts if if a team wants a player they just buy them from another team or they'll sign a free agent or something like that why why are drafts such a big deal because you guys go crazy for your drafts don't you yeah, so from my understanding, um, so like NBA and NFL, the way that they do their drafts is, you know, they have like their top prospects uh, in college. And like, it's usually the worst team, I believe, that gets first round pick. And then, you know, they'll, they'll sign whatever prospects that they feel would be fit for their team. Then they go to the next team. Um, and then also people can give up their second round draft pick for like whatever other round uh draft pick to to get other people for it it's it's confusing it it doesn't make sense to me either but yeah it seems like because if you were to apply that to football soccer and you put all of the players from the premier league in one hat and then gave the worst team which would probably be oh man um last season it would have been fulham so fulham would be signing a player like of of Messi or Ronaldo caliber. It just seems really a really weird, complicated way of doing things. Like I say, we, right. our teams just buy players. Obviously, the teams with the most money buy the best players. It's not a very fair way of doing it. I think a draft would probably be good, but I also don't know how it would apply and how right. it would work because, like I say, you would 
you would have all all the all the smaller clubs who don't have much money mm-hmm. would get the best players, but then they wouldn't have the money to pay them. So right, it's, I would, I the one thing I will say about WWE. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's a scripted sport, so I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is with that aspect. But I love how they're getting the networks involved, so it kind of looks official. Um, yeah. I like I like the way that they do their draft picks. Um, I think it's a little less messier than how NFL and NBA does it. I mean, again, it's scripted, so you know who's going somewhere. Um, sorry, um, but yeah, I, I I prefer WWE's way of drafting. <laughs> yeah, and I like how um, <clears throat> like how it takes place over a couple of different nights, but then they do some of it like through the website WWE.com and on social media and stuff like that. The only thing that I don't like that they've done more recently is um, how they'll do the draft and then they say, oh, the draft comes into effect in like three weeks. Like, well, why not just do it in three weeks? Right. Yeah, that's I I guess that's just their way of completing storylines, which, you know, like you said, it doesn't really make much sense to me either. Right. Um, I know they used to do it to where like if Raw wins, they get a draft pick or SmackDown wins, they get a draft pick. I prefer it that way opposed to uh they get a certain amount of uh, superstars on each show um i just feel like everything that wwe does i feel like for the most part doesn't have any meaning behind it anymore yes um <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of throwaways like money in the bank is probably the busy- biggest example yeah um the last person who cashed in that actually meant something was seth rollins that i can remember yeah, the only thing, the only outside of WrestleMania, obviously, the only pay per view that really feels important is the Rumble. Right. Like, obviously, I love SummerSlam. It happens on my birthday weekend. It's they they talk about it like it's the second biggest um, pay per view of the year of the calendar. But but other than it just having a really strong card, it doesn't feel like it means anything other than right. a great card. I think like that, the Survivor Series of twenty nineteen is probably the best example of the last time it meant something. NXT was involved. So it's just kind of like, wow, all these upcoming talents are are showing us out. We got to, you know, we got to make a name for ourselves. Yeah. And it felt important. But, you know, yeah, the pandemic that, happened. Yeah. That, I think it would be the one, uh, was it 2014 or 15 with Sting? Where Sting made his debut? That was 2014. That was the Cena versus the Authority team. Yeah, so that felt important because it had stakes. It had actual stakes on the line. So for the draft, I would move the draft, have Survivor Series, and whichever team wins, that brand gets the first pick. I like that, yeah. Whoever wins the whole night overall gets the first pick, something like that. I think one of the coolest draft storylines, well, not draft storylines, Survivor Series storylines was the invasion, even though it was poorly executed. Um. I think that's probably one of my favorite angles because it it felt like something could happen, but we knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've talked about the invasion on the show loads of times in the past, man. Loads of different opinions, loads of things that went wrong with it. It was it was a really cool idea. Um, they could have done a lot more with it. But hey, we are here to talk about the draft and to do our own draft. So I'm going to explain a little bit. I'm going to share my screen in a few minutes because we've got a form where I'm going to just type out all of our picks. 
Um, so originally we were going to do it like, oh, you have to have 10 <clears throat> men main event. You have to have seven or six women or something like that. Five tag teams, blah, 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 blah. But I think that means that you can plan a little bit too well. And we wanted it to be a bit more stupid, fun and chaotic. So we're just going to go for it. We're going to choose 30 ourselves. And then once we've got our 30 each, we'll take it in turns, obviously. Um, we will pick our champions. We'll have a little bit of a chat about the divisions that we've ended up with. Um, some potential matchups, uh, some potential Survivor Series matchups against each other as well. And we're also going to choose our general manager for the brand and our commentary team as well, which is going to be a three-man booth. All women, you can have men or women, whatever. Anybody from the roster can be used in any capacity as well. So, you know, if there's somebody like, I don't know, Beth Phoenix, you might want to bring her out of retirement and put her in the women's division. You could do something like that. Pretty much free reign on it. Um... Choosing not to use a list of wrestlers, we're just going to go off the top of our heads. I've not done any planning. I don't know about Wade, but I've I've not planned this at all. Any clashes, we'll have to pick again. If you were going to choose Roman, and I've already chosen Roman or whatever, then obviously we'll just we'll just go on. Tag teams are pretty much free reign as well. You can fill your tag division with existing tag teams, or you can take two singles guys and put them together as a tag team. Like for me, the Dirty Dogs, I would have if i was to have them for me dolph ziggler is very much a singles guy as well so he's in my singles division and he's in my tag division um i think that's that's pretty much it yeah and then we'll have a little bit of a chat at the end so wade if you are good to go my friend i'm good i'm gonna share my screen i apologize to anybody listening on audio obviously you're not gonna be able to see the screen but i will do my best to be as descriptive as we possibly can um i am taking raw Wade is taking SmackDown, so obviously I will have the WWE Champion, US Champion, Raw Tag Champs, Raw Women's Champ, 24-7 Champ. Um, Wade on SmackDown will have Universal, Intercontinental, SmackDown Tag, SmackDown Women, and I've given him the King of the Ring because I've got the 24-7 Champion. Um, I was going to put Queen of the Ring in there as well, but then Raw don't have an alternative to that, so I apologise that there's no Queen of the Ring, but... Them's the breaks, that's what we're going with. So, because I'm a nice guy, regardless of what Twitter might tell you, because I'm a nice guy, Wade, I'm going to let you go first because you are my guest. So I'm going to let you have the first draft pick of the 2022 WWE Mock Draft. All right, my first pick is going to be... um, Let's go Roman. Right, well, it's been a fun draft. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Okay, Roman Reigns. I hope everybody who's watching can see me writing that down. So Roman Reigns is uh, Wade's first pick. So I am going to go a recent development. I'm going to go for Brock Lesnar. Um, obviously, he only returned recently. He feels pretty pretty full-time to me. Apparently, he's going to be doing some house shows. Um, how, could I, how could I not go for Brock Lesnar, the current WWE champion? Right. That's. I mean, that already on paper, that's... I mean, well, that's that's what we're going to get for the next few months, isn't it? Brock versus Roman, title versus title, probably leading to WrestleMania. So that's God. I hope they don't unify. Yeah, I uh, I've had lots of arguments with people about unification. I don't like the idea of it because then you've got less to fight for, and people like, yeah, but then you can have more rivalries because there's more guys all in one scene. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Then I feel like you're overexposed too. Yeah, like how many Fatal Five Ways are you going to end up with? <laughs> right. You know, and more battle battle royals and gauntlet matches and stuff like that. It's just going to be overdone. So, yeah, I'm I'm not 
I'm not a fan of unification. Um, not for the main titles, anyway. More than happy for what they did with the North American and the Cruiserweight title on NXT recently. I think that made sense because <clears throat> I like Cruiserweights, but most wrestlers these days are Cruiserweights. Right. So what was the point in that title? You know. <laughs> but anyway, that is our first picks. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar weighed you up again, buddy. Uh, let's go with Kevin Owens. You motherfucker. <laughs> I knew he was going to be high up on your list so much so that I was like make him my overall first and then give you the opportunity of getting a Brock or somebody oh, man, that's annoying, that's changed my whole list already <laughs> god damn it okay I am going to go for oh and I should should mention as well guys this is basically across all of WWE so we've included obviously we're okay. only doing Raw and Smackdown but you can pick from <clears throat> NXT NXT UK Hal, if you want, you can have 205 Live if anybody still watches that show. So with that in mind, Big Man Walter. Very nice. It'll be my second pick. Great pick. Yeah, man. I, he's, he's a pick that I didn't think of until a few minutes ago. Huge Walter fan. You know, he was at uh, New Year's Evil. I was surprised to see Imperium lose to MSK and Riddle. I'm just glad he didn't take the pin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I'd... Yeah, I don't think anybody would have predicted him to take the pin. That would have been absolute fucking travesty. Um, yeah, Walter's awesome. I hope we see him in like proper main roster WWE or even just a run in NXT. But I feel like put him on SmackDown. I feel like he'll be safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's I feel on like Fox would take care of him. Drew, uh, Drew versus Walter. Oh my god! Imagine that. Drew versus I mean uh, Walter versus Sheamus. Yeah, Walter versus Sheamus. Um, he'd probably mix it up with Cesaro at some point as well. There's loads of great matches they could have there. A lot of potential, for sure. Lots of potential. So, yep, yeah, uh, Kevin Owens and Walter were our second pick. Over to you, Wade. Uh, I'm going to go super out of the box on this one. Cameron Grimes. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Not even a name that I had... Yeah, I hadn't even considered him at any point of, of my list. Why Grimes? Like, I love Grimes. So when he was having, you know, a really good summer in NXT and having a whole feud with LA Knight, um, he put out that podcast with Corey Graves and just listening to like how much wrestling means to him and just how much fun he's having with his character, man. I just, Grimes is my favorite NXT guy to not make it to the top of the card. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the plan's going to be for him because he's not really doing anything at the minute, is he? Since the hair versus hair match. Right. We've not really seen much of him. Um, he had that promo, but that's it. Saying that 2022 is going to be his time to go to the top of the roster, but I doubt it. Yeah. I would have I would have personally called him up by now and put him in there with Happy Corbin. I think their character oh would It'd work be so well good. together. It'd be, be so, so good. So much fun. Uh, but no, that's a really cool pick. A really, um, like you say, out-of-the-box out pick. I am going to go for the man, Becky Lynch. Start off early. Okay, so we're so we're going back and forth. I didn't know if we were doing it in order. <clears throat> yeah, um, just go for it, whatever you want. Okay. Any um, you want. Like I said before, we were gonna do men, women, tag teams, you know what I mean, and make sure we had a certain amount of them, but I think it's just a lot more chaotic if we do it. Yeah. Just definitely go for broke. So Becky Lynch doesn't really need much explaining. Um she's the she's the top woman in the whole industry. If she hadn't have got pregnant when she did, I think she would have become a megastar and transcended the company by now, transcended the business. Obviously, COVID didn't help, but yeah, um, yeah everything Becky does turns turns to gold. I wasn't sure about her being a heel at first. 
I thought they would give up like they did the last time when they tried to make her heel. Look how that went. She became the biggest star in the industry. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I love Becky Lynch. Becky's love incredible, Becky. for sure. So she is my number three pick. So I have, I have a feeling you're going to go for a woman now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Io Shirai. Another great pick. <clears throat> Would you be using EO like around like the top of your women's? Absolutely. Team? Without question. You've got to. You've got to. Absolutely. She she disappeared for a while, didn't she? In in NXT. Yeah, I, I just feel like she was kind of like laying down for the other women that were trying to get yeah. on top of that roster. Um I think she has done so much uh positive for NXT. Yeah. Uh, I would have called her up by now for sure. Yeah, when she had those couple of months off. Well, I don't know if it was a couple of months, but it felt like it was a while. Um, I assumed it was because she was going to be called up. Yeah, I don't know if they they've got plans for an NXT. She's not really with Zoe Starks anymore because I think she's still injured. Yeah, um, yeah, she's got a torn ACL. She's not featured in in the title scene recently, so maybe. But hey, maybe maybe she's also sitting there thinking, well, look how they've used other. Asian wrestlers on the main roster. Do I want to go to the main roster? See, I, I feel like she, in my opinion, I think Io's better than Asuka and Kyrie Singh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I just say, like, overall talent, and I just feel like her character is so much more likable. Yeah. Um, even as a heel, like, I've never yeah. hated her. Yeah. She's never incredible hated. as a heel. So that's that a great music and Yeah. That's a great pick, man. Really good pick, Io Shirai. I would have, if she hadn't have been picked in the next sort of like five or ten, I would have picked Io. Uh, so I'm going to keep fleshing out my women's division. And I'm going to go for Sasha Banks. Um, that's a that's a tailor made rivalry right there. Becky versus Sasha. Um, I think that's one of one of the rivalries within the four horsemen we've not really seen as much of, have we? Um, I think we've seen more Becky versus Sasha, and I mean uh, Becky versus Charlotte, and Sasha versus yeah. Charlotte more than anything. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, that's a, a, another really easy one. Sasha Banks. Um, I think Becky is the best woman that WWE have got, and Sasha would a hundred percent be number two in that list. Um, <clears throat> she's making a bit of a name for herself outside of the company as well. Really happy for her, um, in, like in the Mandalorian and stuff like that, and going to the SBs. Yeah, Sasha Banks is awesome. She's my number four pick. Look at that against Io Shirai, Becky Lynch, or Sasha Banks. That's <laughs> that's, that's that's a hell of a match. Pay per view, isn't it? Yeah, Calibre. they did that for uh, what? What was that? Uh, Great American Bash in NXT. Yeah, um, like in your house or something like that. I know uh, it was one of the two. I can't remember. I, I I remember, but I can't remember. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, awesome, man. Over to you for your next pick. Um, I'm going to match you with a female pick and go with uh, Kaylee Ray. <clears throat> Ooh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> Big fan of Kaylee Ray. Um, I think she's very underrated. Um, I don't think she's talked about nearly enough. <clears throat> no, and we've not seen nearly enough of her in NXT yet either. Yeah, I think they're kind of trying to find something for her in 2.0. I'm kind of worried they're going to let her go. Um, I really hope I'm wrong, but I, I just I don't know. She's she's got to be like uh, upper thirties, maybe. I was gonna say yeah. I don't know. Like early, maybe mid thirties at least. Yeah. Because mm. I know she's been wrestling a while. Yeah. She oh she's been wrestling over here in the UK for what feels like decades, but yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's a that's a, a good point. I don't know. Every every time somebody's not on TV for a few weeks now, you start to think, shit, are they getting released? Especially now, man. Ugh. Now. Hmm. Yeah, man. Really good pick again, though. Really good pick. I am going to go back to the men because I think I've got more. Oh, we've got the same amount of women now. So I'm going to go back to the men and balance it out with Sheamus. Great pick. Sheamus is one of the most criminally underrated wrestlers in WWE history. Never comes into the conversation, even though he has won everything apart from the Intercontinental title, which would obviously make him a Grand Slam. Multiple-time champion I think in pretty much every with every belt, and he's um, one of the first guys to beat Cena on his debut pay per view. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, I forget the exact amount of days, but he was the uh, like he he won the title quicker than anybody had. Yeah, after making his main roster debut, um, he's awesome. Even at the age that he's at now, probably what approaching forty. I don't know, maybe even. I know he's got the same neck problems that uh, that Triple H has, so it's kind of. Worrying that he's dwindling down in his career. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think he's probably got a couple of years <clears> left. I think he would stick around in WWE to do something else within the company. I think he'd be a producer or something. Yeah, a producer or a, a GM, something in NXT. <coughs> no, um, yeah, I love, I love Sheamus again. Repping somebody from the UK. Uh, oh no, is he? No, he's from the Republic of Ireland, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. Okay, but. Over this side of the world, anyway. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rep, um, Seamus always. I, I adore Seamus. So over to your next one, Wade. Um, I'd probably drop the gimmick and just make him Baron Corbin again. Fuck you. <laughs> Corbin was gonna be my next pick. You put it in my mind with camera grabs. I'm like, oh, I gotta have him on the same. Yeah, I feel like I've mentioned too many names, and I'm like, shit, Chris, stop talking, stop talking. Just be like, yeah, yeah, great pick, move on. Um. Yeah, Corbin was gonna be was gonna be my next one. Uh, you know how much I love Corbin. Yeah, I really do. He's another guy who I wouldn't say underrated, but overhated. I think. I think cool. he's very underrated. Um, I think he has the best finisher in the company. I don't think anybody touches him. Hundred percent. How many times have you seen a spear, a tombstone, a jackhammer kicked out of like all of Super these? Super kick. So, yeah, super kicks. All of these supposed like super dominant finishers, pedigrees have been kicked out of. Stunners, rock bottoms have been kicked out of. At so, least with know, the pedigree, though, it's always been like big time matches when people have kicked out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everything else I'll agree on, but I feel like the pedigree is pretty protected for uh, the most part. But still, to this day, Corbin, no one's ever kicked out at the end of days. Right, right. It's an awesome move, and pair it with. Um, Oh shit! The deep six. Deep six. Yeah, I knew it was a number, but the the name escaped me. Deep. And six. can I just say that little sequence that he does when he rolls under the ring, comes back for that clothesline, is like one of my favorite sequences. Yeah, yeah, like out of the corner of the ring, runs around yeah. back in. Yeah, and they're like, "Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Boom! Right. <laughs> Where could he have possibly gone? Yeah, love it. I love Corbin. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, right, that's gonna change what I do next. Then okay. Um, all right, I'm gonna go for Drew McIntyre. Very nice. <clears throat> Keeping up the UK contingent again. Jesus, I've got four Europeans already. Um, Drew doesn't need much explaining. Drew is still one of the top guys. I'm glad that they've taken him out of the title scene for such a long time. I feel like he's on the verge of getting back involved. I think so too. Um, uh, 
I think I can confidently mention Jinder Mahal, knowing that you won't pick Jinder Mahal. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of that rivalry. It went on a bit too long. It was all centered around a fucking sword and a motorbike. It I think it was the the two goons he had with him that ruined it, because Jinder's incredible. Yeah, I love Jinder. I love Jinder. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a lot of hate for that, and a lot of people taking the mick. But I no, I love Jinder. I think he was not a great champion, but he did the best that he, he was, could. He was solid. You know, he did what he could. Yeah. Look at look at. I'm not going to mention any more names, but there have been other title. <laughs> <reigns. Right. laughs> there have been other title <laughs> where you expected them to be amazing and they weren't because right. of poor writing, poor booking, poor opponents, not many strong challenges. Um, I think Jinder did a fine job. You know, considering Absolutely. what he was given and uh, the caliber of opponents he had. Awesome. Right. So on to your next one. Um, I'm gonna go with the females again and pick Charlotte Flair. Oh, okay. Yeah, Charlotte would have been on mine. Lovely. Not really much you can say about Charlotte, is there? That hasn't already been said. The most hated woman on that entire company, in that entire company, because of her father. <laughs> yeah, because of her father and because of herself in recent times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she she's still um, she's still a massive asset to to whichever brand has her. She's she's a name, isn't she? She's known. Absolutely, very established. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the few women outside of the company that you would know, even if it is just because of who her dad is. People know exactly. the name Ric Flair. You hear the surname Flair, you think, "Oh, that must be Ric Flair's daughter." Cool. There you go. So, <laughs> right. Um, okay, I'm going to stick with the men for my next pick. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Very nice. Because uh, I was going to go for Seth or Kevin Owens. Obviously, you took Kevin Owens. Um, <clears throat> Seth's work in the last year, I think, has arguably been the best. The last two years. Yeah, probably. You see, I love the pandemic. He was phenomenal. Yeah, I I love the Messiah gimmick. I love everything that he did there. It obviously once he started losing his disciples, it started to lose something from it. It was great when he had Buddy Murphy. It was great when he had AOP. Um, Obviously, it didn't work out with Austin Theory, but it was yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun that gimmick. Um, Seth's one of the best in the world, but for some reason he doesn't get into the conversation and i think it's just because i don't know i don't even, i don't know i, I don't think know it's because it he waves the flag at wwe and people don't like that mm. yeah it's because he's been successful yeah exactly there is such a thing well there isn't such a thing as being too successful but you know what fans are like fans oh, yeah. desperately <laughs> wanted seth to beat brock <clears throat> seth right. finally beat brock <clears throat> and then they turned on him yeah like literally within months they were they were turning on seth it's it's yep. bizarre Awesome. Right then, back to your next pick, buddy. All right. My next pick is going to be the man that doesn't miss Carmelo Hayes. Nice. After that match with Roddy, man, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And you knew that was going to be the best match of the night. Absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah, man. Carmelo Hayes is, is the next, not the next big thing, but I think he's going to be. Uh... He's going to be very valuable to that company. Yeah. I hope he doesn't get lost in the mid card because he feels. Like, I think if you were to look at him, you think probably in the mid card, like size, build, all that kind of stuff. Maybe is Vince going to look at him like a star? If he, if Vince watches, if Vince is as involved with NXT as we think he is now, as much as we're led to believe he is, if he's seeing Carmelo Hayes matches and doesn't use the guy as the star that he could be, Vince has officially lost it. Yeah, I, I feel like Grayson Wolf. Waller. I think Grayson Waller is a Vince project, one hundred percent. Oh God, yeah. I don't think AJ Styles would be involved with him, right? 
if he wasn't a, a Vince project. And that <coughs> very conveniently brings me on to my next pick of AJ Styles. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where talking about rivalries, potential rivalries can help because I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about AJ. Let's throw AJ in there. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go into too much detail on AJ Styles. <laughs> Most AJ. accomplished indie guy ever. Exactly. Next to exactly. Seth Rollins, easily. But yeah, with Seth Rollins, probably CM Punk. Um... And Daniel Bryan, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm literally not going to say anything about AJ Styles. He's still one, still one of the best wrestlers in the world. So there you go. Easily. That's that's all I need to um, say about him. I'm going to bring in another woman and say Bailey. Oh, you motherfucker! See, you got two. I got two. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, let you have all four for. of them. I didn't know who to plump for from the. Um, I I was thinking I'd go for Bailey because Becky and Bailey. Obviously, that's. I think that's the least done. Right, isn't it out of the four horsemen? I think Becky versus Bailey has like barely been touched at all. I think that could be awesome, especially. I don't know how would Bailey come back? Would she come back heel still when Becky? I hope so. I don't want to. I don't want to face Bailey ever again. I think we could see face Bailey again, but I don't. Just not the hugging shit. Yeah, not the (laughs) not the huggy, not the inflatable um flailing tube men. I don't think we'll get that. I think she could just. I don't know, she could be a bit of an in-between. A bit like the man, you know? Because the right. man was always very anti... Anti-hero, anti-hero for sure. I yeah. never really cared about, like, super baby face, Becky. No, no, I didn't either. Um, right, okay, so you've got another woman. <clears throat> I am going to balance it out with another woman on my own. I'm going to go for Alexa Bliss. because Very nice. Great pick. Like... Becky's great with her character. Sasha, I don't think, is the strongest on the mic. I have died on the hill many times that I think Alexa Bliss is the greatest mic talker, worker slash sure. character slash talker. Yeah, the the women's division has ever had. I don't absolutely. Think, I don't think anybody has ever played the bitch as well as Alexa. Um, I think if there's anybody who's close to her right now, I'd probably say Bailey is right mm. there with her. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bailey massively improved. It took Bailey a long time, though. Yeah, it took her a long time, but uh, and like when she first turned heel, I wasn't feeling it at all. It felt very forced. So forced, yeah, it felt yeah. so forced. Um, on like the the Seth Rollins laugh that she was doing and things like that, it just didn't feel right. But right, she um, no, she fell into it. She grew into it big time. Bailey, Bailey was awesome. Um, <laughs> she was she was my female MVP during the pandemic. Right. 100%. Cool. Back to you then, Wade. Um, since you got Walter, I'm going to go with Pete Dunne. Oh, I didn't even think of Pete Dunne, which is scandalous because he grew up like a few miles away from me. The um, craziest thing about Pete Dunne, and I have talked to him face to face, and I have just watched his career from like when he started to now, I just think Pete Dunne is like the most well-rounded guy for his age. And it, it's Absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, he's still like what early to mid twenties. I, mean, I think he's 24. like 24, 25, yeah. something like that. Twenty five maximum. Um, <clears throat> and he's as good as well. He's as good as maybe not as Anybody. good as AJ, but he's he's getting there. Yeah, he's getting there definitely. It's a shame we've only seen him like once on the main roster when they were in Manchester and he came out to take out Enzo. Right. I love Pete Dunn. <laughs> that, like that was so funny, him knocking Enzo out too. <clears throat> yeah, that was always funny, seeing anybody knock out Enzo. Remember when they had all the cruiserweights in the ring? Yep. 
And they all took him out one all by one. All took turns, yeah. That was awesome. Ah, oh, man, Pete Dunn. Okay, I'm going to try and match that with somebody... <coughs> somebody similar. Okay, I am going to go with... I always get the first name a little bit wrong. Ilya Dragunov. Mm. Um, <clears throat> one half of my match of the year for last year against Walter at Easily. TakeOver. Um, and I believe the year before that, it was my match of the year again. Um, yeah. Everything that those two guys have done together is incredible. I have to have them on the same roster so that um, main roster fans can see that match up. <sighs> yeah, not much more I can yeah, say there. The I was surprised. Picks. I was really surprised when he won the NXT title. I thought um, I thought Walter would lose it to somebody <clears throat> bigger. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Rampage Brown to beat him. Yeah, Rampage Brown. I thought at one point it might be Harry Smith Jr. Right. Yeah, there was he wasn't around him. very long, was he? No, no, he's already gone. Yeah, he, he went a couple of months ago, didn't he? Um, they, I just think they didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. Um, the main thing that surprised me about Dragunov winning the title was that he won it in their second match. I thought, you know, how you don't often get a sequel without it being a trilogy. And the best part of the second one is there was fans for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It des- it deserved fans. It was incredible. Um, yeah, man, Dragunov is my next pick. So who is yours? How many have we got there? I think that's... Is that 10? Yeah, we're already through our first 10. Lovely. Um, let's see. So... Uh... Solely for the heel character, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, Ciampa was going to be one of my picks. You got to take away those those black and golds out of NXT, man. <laughs> Ciampa's incredible. Yeah, I think if he does go main roster, he won't have much of a run there. Maybe like six months or so. Yeah, I feel like if he's paired up with somebody who can elevate him enough, um, keep him away from the Miz, I don't think that'll work out very well because it failed yeah. the first time. Um. Yeah. Shit. Have him go with somebody like Kevin Owens, man, or Seth Rollins. Both of those guys can elevate him so high. My next pick is going to be the person that I would have had Champa go with because Champa was going to be on my list to go against this person, and I can't believe that we've made it down to number eleven without picking, in my mind, the greatest of all oh, time. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. <laughs> How did it take this long to get Randy Orton on on this list? Um, That's yeah, I agree. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, to be fair, look at the caliber of guys that we've gone for before. It's not like, you know, we've gone for anybody less. I feel like Randy Orton, for as long as he's been there so far, it's not, not that he's like forgettable, but it's like, I just feel like he's so damn good. And I don't think anybody's on his level. Like, yeah. Roman and Brock would probably be the only comparisons right now. I think he's, along with like the old school heels, like an old school heel flair. Randy Orton, he's a top five greatest heel of all time. Yeah, easily. easily. It's, it's not even really up for debate. Um, like you say, even at his age now, he's still putting on great matches. I love everything that he's currently doing. Um, yeah, Orton is awesome. Right, over to you for your next one. Um, all right, so my next one is going to be L.A. Knight. Great talker and an incredible character. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't happened happened yet for real um we've not seen him at this point obviously we're recording this in january uh like the seventh i think it is today we've not seen la night for about three weeks yeah so, two three weeks yeah that sounds about right could i there hope be he's something? i hope he's getting called up yeah yeah could there be something on the horizon even even when we have seen him recently so he he hosted halloween havoc 
Uh, has he had like one match since then? I think maybe. Yeah, he wrestled. Um, um, what the hell? Didn't he wrestle in the the War Games match? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, and he had a pretty good showing in the War Games match. I think he would be him and um, Cameron Grimes. Obviously, I feel Patrick. like this well, is my fear for LA Knight. It will not fear, but uh, I feel like Bobby Roode will get let go. And I feel like LA Knight's going to take that place. My fear for LA Knight is he's nearly 40. Right. Yeah, that too. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's 38. He's been in the industry a lot longer than any than, than people realize. Um, he's awesome, but yeah, he's he's just getting towards the end. So I don't know if Vince would take that chance on him. Um I'd love to see it happen. Uh, I think he's amazing. Uh, he feels like he's been in NXT a lot longer than he has as well. It doesn't feel like he's been there for like, what, maybe a year? Maybe less yeah, than a he's, year? Yeah, he's been there about a year. That sounds about right. Um, right, I'm going to go with my next pick, and I'm going to do something that we, we, we haven't done yet. The Usos. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> Need to start fleshing out that tag division. Um, the Usos, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. I think the current best tag team in the world. I mean, you could put anybody up against them, and, and the Usos would be the current best tag team in the world. Um, Absolutely. I don't like to admit it out loud, but I would like to see them wrestle the Young Bucks one day, um, just out of sheer curiosity to see how good that match would be. Um, My only fear for that is whoever's booking it. I just feel like because all these indie promotions like favor the Bucks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Usos were a WWE made thing, so. That's the only thing I'm wor- I would be worried about. Um, and one thing that we've done on this draft is we've split up the bloodline. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I thought when you picked Roman, I thought, okay, you're probably going to go for the Usos at some point then to, to reunite them. But um, right. yeah, yeah, there we go, the Usos. So that, they are the first team in my uh, tag division. Over to you. Um, all right, so the first team in my tag division... Is probably going to be MSK. Ooh, all right, very nice. Yeah, not a team that I thought about. Why MSK? Um, I just, uh, I think it's what is it? Wesley and Nash Carter, right? Um, yeah. Nash Carter, I just think is a hell of a human being. Um, I love everything that he stands for, and I love that he does everything for a fallen family member. Yeah, yeah, he does. <clears throat> he? Yeah, was it his? It was father. Mm-hmm. I was going to say his dad or his granddad. I couldn't remember. Um, <clears throat> you know what? My my main reason for getting MSK on the main roster would be to get them away from the NXT crowd. Absolutely. You know, get away from... Obviously, I don't want to get into that whole mess of what's going on. They with deserve that spotlight, man. Izzy and Izzy's parents. Um, mm-hmm. The reaction that they get, despite being so incredibly talented. Um yeah, no, that's a solid pick, man. Really good, really good pick for the tag division. Okay, I am gonna keep fleshing my tag division out a little bit. Oh, there's a couple that I'm thinking of going for. Uh, I don't want to go for a rivalry or anything that we've seen too much in the past. I'm I'm trying to make mine a little bit more fresh, get some new rivalries going on. So I am going to go for grizzled young veterans. Very nice. Um. For the simple fact that I, I am British, they are British, they wrestle the exact style of wrestling that I love, that hard-hitting, no-nonsense, um, nothing fancy. Zach Gibson, man, let's just talk about how just incredible he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a, he's a great talker. I don't know, I don't think 
he connects great with the US audience because not at all. He has a mega strong accent being mm-hmm. from Liverpool. Um, but yeah, I love GYV. I think um, their matches against the Usos would be really good because they would sort of like complement each other by having that differing style. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Grizzly Young Veterans are my next pick. Over to you. All right, so I'm gonna match you with another tag team and go with Mustache Mountain. <laughs> that noise for really done. was was anger. Um, yeah, British strong style, very nice. Um, big strong boys. That's another one that doesn't need much explaining. But what I will say is, every time I've seen Mustache Mountain in a tag match, it has been the best match of the night, easily. Easily, and Tyler yeah. Bateman, another really young guy who's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're getting, you're getting Bate versus Dunn again. You're getting the reuniting of of the trio. You've got How about this more. match? Tyler Bate versus Carmelo Hayes, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. or Trent Seven versus Baron Corbin. <laughs> Who else have you got there involved? And Champa, put Champa in the mix as well. Champa versus Tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah, surprised we never got that. Um, I was lucky enough to see them at, um, take over Brooklyn 4, the only time I've ever been to a show outside of the UK. And as I say, their match was, was the match of the night. Absolutely incredible. Awesome. Right, so I think we've got two We've got two teams each now, haven't we? Right, yeah. So I'm going to move yeah. away from the tag teams. Um, I'm going to go back to the women, flesh out their division a little bit more. I'm going for Shayna Baszler. Um, <clears throat> because I'm just a massive fan what the fuck have I written her name as? Shayna. <laughs> Shayna. 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 <laughs> Shayna. She's massively, massively underutilized, misused on the main roster. The way she came in, bit Becky's neck, looked a bit mental. Everyone was like, this is weird. But it was pretty cool. It was different. Um, it was very different. And a lot of people shit on it. Immediately. Tore, tore the Elimination Chamber apart and absolutely dominated. There is absolutely no reason... Why she shouldn't have beaten Becky for the title at WrestleMania. Becky wanted her to. Becky was pushing for it backstage. And they decided, no. No, what's a better idea is rather than having this badass dominant woman that's known from another sport and could bring in more eyes, we'll have you just hand the title over to, to somebody else. Right. Crazy. Yeah, um, yeah I love Shayna. Um, I think she's been used... Like, obviously, she's been used pretty poorly for her whole main roster run. But Jesus Christ, the last... Six months to a year. Have been I think brutal. the biggest problem with Shayna is her style doesn't translate very well with casuals. Yeah. Um, in my honest opinion, and I'd hate to see them let her go, but I think she would thrive on like impact or make, I mean, hell, even maybe AEW to give that women's division something. Yeah, like an NWA. It's a shame Ring of Honor have, have briefly gone because she could have been there. Uh... A good asset for them. I don't know. Like I, I, I know what you're saying, and I agree to a certain extent. But whenever somebody says to me, "Oh, the the UFC MMA style doesn't really work in WWE," I always think, "Well, yeah, but what about Ronda and Brock?" Well, I mean, you also got to remember Brock was Brock Brock was established before the UFC run too, though. He was. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And Ronda wasn't just like some part time mid card UFC woman, was she? She was like. The she was yeah. the Becky Lynch of UFC essentially. Cool. Okay, then back over to you, buddy. Um. All right. So I will match you on women and say, 
Oh, this is a hard pick. Um, let's go with Xylee. A lot okay. of potential. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Have we have we seen Xylee in the last? Um, she was there two? not this past SmackDown because I did the best at ten, but she was on the last episode we were like. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I think I think the presentation, the early presentation of Xylee, gives me hope for Io Shirai. Yeah. Yeah. To see an Asian woman taken seriously, because um, as soon as she was called up, Zaylia thought, "Oh fuck, this is going to be bad, isn't it?" Because she's great. And they but... presented her very well too, so far. Yeah, yeah, they have. They've, they've they've presented her like an actual threat, you know, which which is impressive when you consider she didn't really <laughs> do much in NXT other than the the whole what was it, um, Tian Sha, However you say it, the the the, the storyline with you talk about with Karen Q. Yeah, with the... Karen Q. I love how I love how we can both confidently say Karen Q, even though people yeah. are still like, oh, I wonder <laughs> who it was. It was fucking Karen Q. It was obvious. Right. It was yeah. obvious from the start. And then um, she's falling asleep in the in the crowd now. Mm, yeah, so I'm kind of curious to see what they're gonna do with that. Right then, I'm just gonna count these up. How many women have you got? You've got Zia Lee, Bailey, Charlotte. Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai. So you've got five. I have Shayna, Alexa, Sasha, and Becky. Okay, cool. Right, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna balance that out. I'm gonna go for Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is phenomenal. <laughs> she is. She's phenomenal. Um, she just doesn't. I just feel like her character's never good. Yeah. I kind of put her in the same category as Tegan Knox. So here's here's a weird thing. For me, I, I, I don't know if this is even going to sound right, especially when you think about these days, like the beauty standards of these days. I think, I think Dakota might be too skinny. She's very, she's very like she's petite for sure. Yeah, she's like, petite and really skinny. Some and of her moves look really awkward. I don't know if like against somebody like like a Charlotte or mm-hmm. you know I mean, although Sasha's quite skinny as well isn't she and petite so yeah. I don't know I don't know just when I when I see her like the first thing I think of when I see her is Jesus she looks like unwell because of how skinny she is she's awesome yeah. Dakota Kai is awesome that's why she's on my list um I'm not a fan of the character this whole schizophrenic sort of like losing a mind character um I don't think she has the personality to to pull it off yeah that's what I'm she's, saying right crazy forced so forced um but there is no denying how good she's in the ring uh she's been in nxt for quite a while now i think it's about time to give her a, a shot on the main roster especially with how many women have been released recently uh so Dakota, yeah, i feel like the women's division went from like having so many so much potential to like nothing like it's yeah. it seems so slim these days yeah it's been like there's been well, it's basically just been the same revolving three rivalries for the last year, right? Doesn't it? We we it's, they always come back around to Charlotte and Becky, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Which isn't necessarily at the same time. time. It shouldn't be their crutch. But for like the best part of a year, you constantly <clears throat> had Shayna and Nia together against a tag team, whoever it might be, and then you would get a bunch of singles matches involving those four women and then more tag matches. And like it just went on for like six months. Yeah. They don't know they just don't know how to book I just feel like with Naya it was just such a tough situation because she was hurting people. Yeah. So it was just kinda like, do you let her go on her own and hurt somebody? Like look what happened with the Charlotte match. I mean 
whether it was booked to be a shoot or if it was an actual shoot, we'll never know. <laughs> that was you know a what I mean? For me, that was a shoot, 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. How many women do you have now? So we've both yeah, got five. five each now. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go with the rated R superstar Edge. Yeah, nice. Edge was going to be one of my picks eventually. Um, <clears throat> I think Edge has been one of the best superstars of the last year. His rivalry with Seth was my rivalry of, of last year. I mean, never in a million years did I think I'd ever get to see that man wrestle ever again. Yeah. And then his return at the Rumble and me getting to see his first like WrestleMania back was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, no, completely agree, man. It was brilliant. I um <clears throat> I I got pretty emotional watching him return at the Rumble. Um my favorite Royal Rumble of all time. Um Edge's Edge's defying time at the yeah. minute, isn't he? The, he hasn't lost a step in the last 20 years. You wouldn't think that he had been away for nine years. He genuinely still wrestles as well as he probably ever has. Uh, his rivalry with, with Randy Orton was the perfect way to, to ease him back into things. Great rivalry, great matches. The greatest wrestling match of all time. The backlash, <laughs> of course. Um, Those camera angles are wild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Edge has been used absolutely perfectly. Yeah, I think he's a dark horse to maybe win the Rumble. I know he's obviously. You think he'd win it again? Oh, because of how things have gone. Obviously, by the time this goes out in March, because of the way that things have gone recently, um, I was thinking at first it was going to be Lashley, who is obviously going against Lesnar. So I would imagine he's not winning it. Um, I did have Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins in there, but they've obviously both very recently challenged unsuccessfully. Um, Big E was going to be... He was my pick before he won the title last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the SmackDown side of things, I think it's it's very easy to say Drew um, again. But yeah, I just I just don't think there's that many viable... I'm going to go awesome. with my forever dark horse pick and say Baron Corbin. <laughs> please, please make that happen. Whistle thinking, man. <laughs> if we will it into existence, speak it into existence. Oh, my God. I would happens. scream so hard if he won. I'd love to see him get um, money in the bank again, but actually cash it in successfully this time, Corbin. That, yeah. that, the gimmick of having the money in the bank just suits a sniveling heel like him so well. Um, okay, right, so you went for Edge, so I'm going to match that with another singles guy. Um, a little bit out of the box. Omos. Nice, nice, um, nice. You need you need that big guy, you need that attraction. Um, imagine Omos and Walter going at it and just literally killing each other. Uh, who else have I got? Sheamus versus Omos. The um, only problem I would have with Omos going against those guys, I just... Like, he's not bad in the ring. Like, obviously, he's a, you know, he's a presence. But, like, can he wrestle? Like, Walter can wrestle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree. I, 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 I don't think we've seen enough of him, and I don't think he's been allowed to wrestle yet because he hasn't needed to because of the programs he's been in. Um, and they, obviously, for a long time, he was just the sidekick, wasn't he? They right. had AJ do all the wrestling. And then they have the Omos being the muscle. But I think it's probably going to be hard to give him a personality. I don't think he'll ever be as big of a deal as the Big Show was. No, no. Um, but... They tried so hard with, with Braun Strowman and then killed it off with uh, yeah. that that heavily booked uh, babyface Roman Reigns run. But I would just go for Omos because, like I said, I think you just need an attraction. 
You need an attraction. Mm. You need a big, big, big guy. Uh, okay, over to you. I'm going to go with Finn Balor, man. Motherfucker, he was my next one. Finn he Balor be, and... He was going to be my last one, but I thought you might go for Omos for the same reason. <laughs> um, I think just Finn Balor and just anybody that I have on, on this roster would be incredible. Uh, Tyler Bate to name one. Yeah, yeah. When you said Tyler Bate, I was looking through to see, oh, have we picked Finn Balor yet? Because that would be an amazing match. Yeah. You've got Finn versus uh, Pete Dunne again. You've got Finn versus Bates. You've got Finn, Finn versus Carmelo Hayes. Finn versus MSK. Oh, yes, my please. goodness gracious. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, okay. Uh, that throws a spanner in the works because I was going to choose him. Um, okay. I'm calling somebody up who I'm pretty sure we are going to see called up in the very, very near future. The new NXT champion at time of recording, Mr. Bron Breaker. Um, have I spelled that right? Yeah, it's two Ks. It just doesn't look right. Um, yeah, it's just B- it's BR, not NR. Oh, yeah. Bron Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even notice that. I was focusing on the Ks. Um, yeah, I think I think Bron is, as everyone has said at this point, he's the future of the company. He's absolutely um, the future. He's a Vince guy. He's got the look. He's got the intensity that Vince likes. Um, I was saying this to my buddy the other day. When he goes up to the main roster, I'm kind of worried. Like, he's a big guy. He can wrestle. Yeah. He can talk. But can he appeal to casual fans? That's always the biggest worry I have. Yeah. Like, uh, Baron Corbin's lone wolf gimmick. It flopped hard. And Maybe. Baron Corbin was incredible. I don't think that, that I mean the Steiners were a great team, weren't they? But I don't think they particularly like resonated with fans. I don't think they were right. one of the most. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Popular teams at the time. Because they were actually wrestlers. <laughs> Scott Steiner, in his in his later runs, I think he sort of connected with the fans a little bit. But um, um, I feel like when he feuded with Triple H, he was very over. Yeah, yeah. And that was because he was a larger-than-life character as well, wasn't it? And because you knew he was a bit mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Bron's got that to him yet, but there's there's a, there's a hell of a lot of time for someone like Bron. Absolutely. Maybe, what early twenties, mid twenties, maybe. Um, yeah, he's awesome. He's the future. Uh, he'll be. I think he will be world champion within two years, and probably not the coming Rumble. Obviously, not not this Rumble, but maybe twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. I'd love to see him debut in this year's Rumble just to see what he's got. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like as champion. Just um, to see how he handles main roster talent versus NXT talent. Yeah, and to see if the crowd know who he is. See if they have any affinity towards him yet. Awesome. Right then, so on to your next one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Toxic Attraction. Okay. Yeah, nice, nice. Two for the price of one. Lovely. Is that So is that just Gigi and JC? Uh, Gigi and JC, yeah. Right. I guess Mandy will be her own thing. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's a good one. Um, Just to have a women's tag team in there. Yeah, yeah. You need to, you need to have a 
a solid tag team. I think, let's, let's be honest, if it's Vince booking it, you're going to get Zoya Lee and Io Shirai as a tag team at some True. point, aren't you? Kabuki Warriors 2.0. Um, yeah, no, I really like Toxic Attraction. I wasn't, wasn't sure of them at first, but I think they've done a really good job. I was worried about Gigi because I know she's got a, quite the past, but uh, yeah. Yeah. very happy with uh, her presentation. Yeah, yeah, I think they've been awesome. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to be tempted to take Mandy just to take her <laughs> away from <laughs> from from Toxic Attraction. Um, oh, you are now outweighing me on women, aren't you? So I feel like I should I take. I think you just need woman? a tag team, and then you'll be balanced. I think I don't want to take one. <laughs> I hear you. There's none that I'm too bothered about, to be honest, with the women's tag teams. Um, I, I feel like I can confidently say these two names without you taking them. I'm not bothered about KC and Caden. Um, you've already got Io Shirai, so there's no Io and, and Zoe Starks. I don't know. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a woman, um, but just just a, a singles woman. Big big fan of Cora Jade. Cora Jade's um, awesome. I think similar to uh, a Bron Breaker, I think she she's the future. I think she will be NXT Women's Champion. They've made the right call in not pulling the trigger too soon. I think it was right to keep it on Mandy at New Year's Evil. Um, yeah, I, I just like everything about Cora. I like her look. I like the skater stuff. Darby Allen doesn't, but I do. I cannot believe how hard she clapped back at him. <laughs> she fucking murdered. <laughs> absolutely destroyed him in one tweet um yeah yeah she's awesome she's badass she's got a good presentation um good in the ring she's happy to take risks look what she did in war games that was awesome i was really worried when she took that bump me too um because she's only a little thing isn't she she's only a, a tiny little she's tiny little yeah skinny mm-hmm. thing so I was, I was impressed and worried um so yeah cora jade fleshes out my my women's division quite nicely over to you wade um, I'm gonna finish Toxic Attraction and add Mandy. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. All right, I just I have to use the restroom really quick. I'll be right back. Right, okay, no, fair enough. Not much that we can say about Mandy Rose, really. I don't think. Um, so I am going to, I'm gonna beef up my tag division because I think I've only got two teams at this point. Yeah, I've only got two teams. Um, <clears throat> it's impossible to not go for the new day. Which would obviously be Woods and Kofi, um, because they're my favourite tag team of all time. Um, the trio, the faction of of um, of the New Day, are my are my favourite trio, my favourite faction of all time. I absolutely love Kofi Kingston. Absolutely love Xavier Woods. I think Xavier Woods is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. I'm glad that he was given the gimmick of. King of the Ring to run with. I think he's doing a great job of that so far. Um, Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a controversial thing I always say when people are talking about, oh, who's the greatest tag team of all time? Is it Edge and Christian? The Hardys? Is it blah, blah, blah. I always say New Day. I don't care what New Day's, I New Day and Usos, man. I just, uh, I think just overall beginning to end of their career, well, not end of their career, beginning to now, just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like Edge and Christian yep. are great, Dudleys are great, but neither the Usos nor the New Day need to have hardcore matches to get over. Exactly. Like outside of my um my favorite match of all time, TLC two, Mania seventeen. Outside of outside of those I don't know, Meltzer 
didn't give them it. But outside of those five star matches, how many other classics really did right. any of those teams have? Sure, they exactly. had great matches against each other, but they all brought the best out of each other. When you put them against other teams, they had good matches, but fucking like no, if I were many... to pick anybody out of that like group of talent, I'd probably say the Dudleys were my favorite out of all of them. Oh, it was Hardy Boys for me easily. Yeah, um, they just resonated with me more. I just I think it's just because I don't like Matt Hardy as a human being. It's probably why. Yeah, yeah, but, I, um, I can't disagree. I'm not a fan of Matt <laughs> anymore. I used to be a big fan of Matt, not anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, New Day just put on classic after classic. Look what they've just done against the Usos at day one. Right. Like yeah. the 200th time they've wrestled, and they are still five star matches. Still keep it fresh. Yeah, exactly. They don't. They you're like, oh shit, this is like the hundredth time they've wrestled. But then by the end of the match, you're like, okay, that was better than all the other hundred. Yeah, like it always still feels special and as big of a deal as it did the first ninety nine times. It never feels. Yeah. I'm never like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> right. I'm more like, yeah, here we go again. Let's do it. You know. So yeah, New Day helped to flesh out my tag division. Over to you. All right, um, I'll go out of the box on this one and say Gallus. Mm. I think the Coffee Brothers are incredible. Yeah, man. Um, Wolfgang's okay. Um, I just mm. something about just like his presentation of of who he is. I'm just not really a fan of. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Like he literally wrong. comes off as a bartender who became a wrestler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty indifferent on him. I don't really have an opinion. I'm, I'm yeah. not not a fan. I'm also not not a fan. Um, yeah. Just not got much to say about him. But yeah, Gallus are great. I think people are still somehow sleeping on NXT UK. Like, well, to be fair, great... didn't they just get rid of fans again, or are there fans there? I wish I could tell you, but honestly, I've not paid much attention to it for a little while. Um, yeah, it's probably been over a year since I watched just not got around to it when i do watch it it's incredible um but i honestly i forget about it because they don't promote it well enough not even in the uk it doesn't there's no adverts there's no that's crazy yeah there's no billboards nothing honestly there's there's nothing you wouldn't know that it exists apart from the odd like on nxt or whatever sad man or tweets it's it's really bad um right okay over to me then i think we've got the same amount of tag teams but I feel like I still need more because my biggest complaint of the last 10 years has been there's not been enough tag teams involved in tag team feuds and in the division. So I am going to go for... Ah, there's two that I'm considering. I'm going to go for the Dirty Dogs. It's fair. <clears throat> you mentioned Bobby Roode earlier. Um, yeah, he's getting on a little bit now towards probably the last few years of his career, but they are a solid, dependable team. Dolph Ziggler, massively underrated. Um, he's always been, like I say, dependable. Dolph's one yeah. of those guys that you can always rely on for a great match. Um, yeah, not too much more I can say about that. D- Dolph has got a Hall of Fame career. Um, Bobby Roode is a tag team specialist. Uh, yeah, and, and and they're a good, a really good heel team as well. Obviously, I've got New Day faces. Usos, somewhere in between, Grizzled Young Veterans, Heels, um, I think they just round that off yeah. quite nicely, those guys. So, yeah, over to you, Wade, for your next pick. Um, okay, so I'm going to match you with a tag team in, say, Street Profits. <clears throat> How the fuck did I not 
My god, I didn't choose profits. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just for the inspiration of uh, of your last tweet with the Frog Splash, uh, I'm a huge fan of Montez. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's going to be a star, isn't he? When they eventually split up, and I know they don't need to split up, and I don't want them to split it's up. It's going to happen. I'm sick of teams splitting up, but it is going to happen. Um, it needs to happen, in my opinion. I His match against Roman was pretty damn good, considering, yeah. you know. I think people are sleeping on Dawkins as well, though. Dawkins, Dawkins very... I feel like would be a good mid card guy for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's always see. There's always with a tag team. There's always one guy who's obviously the, like the focal point, or pretty much always. And then you've got, you know, like you've got the star, and then you've got the guy who puts in the work. It's a weird dynamic with the profits because Montez Ford is both of those things. <laughs> He's the yeah. star, and he puts in the work. But um, like you say, I think I think Angelo could be a good comedy mid-carder. My worry for him is that he would go into the 24-7. I was just going to say that, yeah. You I'd know, be terrified I, of that. I, I don't want to see that happen because I think he's too talented for that, but he's one of them guys who I can't imagine. I can't imagine him with a mid-card title and having much of a character outside of, like I said, just... His being... his problem is he's not very good on the mic. Yeah, he's just very shouty, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Very it reminds me of uh, oh my god, what the hell is his name? Um, it kind of reminds me of Shad a little bit. Very yeah, quiet, yeah, yeah, yeah. A very so talented guy of the group. I'm just gonna check how many teams we've got now. You've got one, two, three, four teams. It took us ages to start choosing teams, and I've got one, two, three, four. Okay, I feel like I need another team because of exactly what I said before. So. Again, there's one or one of two. I'm gonna go for a lot of these are just. I'm ending up with a lot of rivalries that we're already seeing in real life at the minute. Yeah. Um, but it's hard. It's hard unless you call up a lot of talent. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for the Mysterios. Um, purely for the fact that I need another team. I feel like I need another team, and it gets me Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. We'll break off and do single stuff. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, probably in my top Easy. ten. Um. Yeah, always, always loved Ray. The ultimate, more so than Daniel Bryan, the ultimate underdog for me. Easily, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with my tag division. I think that's going to be going to be the end of my tag division. I think I've got one more team than you in mind. Um, I'm going to meet you with uh, Luchadors and say Santos Escobar. <gasps> Didn't even register with me to have Santos. I think Escobar. he and and I know. I, I hate using comparisons because you know I think it's shitty for anybody. I know what you're gonna good. say. I know what. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say Eddie. Don't worry. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I, I was just gonna say he has the potential to be the next best luchador. He's what Andrade should have been. Yes, he is Andrade, but he can speak. He can speak. His character is better. Um, I, I think he's just all around a perfect superstar. Um, I'm surprised that you didn't bring Legado with him. Um, see, I I don't feel like they're going to succeed. Um, no, I don't. I I love Legado, um, but we already have Legado on the main roster. It's uh the Los Lotharios. I mean, I not to yes like no, try no, and right. sound like racist or anything, but I mean no, no, I don't think I don't think it comes across that way at all, mate. I think I think you're right. Um, you can't have two of basically the exact same team. Literally carbon copy. 
I think Gaza and Umberto have got a bit more character than. Mm. Um, oh shit, man! I feel bad. I can't even remember their names. It's Raúl Mendoza and um... Mendoza and. Oh my god! What the hell's his name? That's gonna drive me crazy. No, I can't think. Yeah, I don't remember either. Don't remember. Um, but either way, no. Um, yeah, I think um, Gaza has got more. Gaza's got more charisma than both of those guys combined. Absolutely. So yeah, I don't think it would work, really, would it? Okay. Um, right then, there's a few names in here that I'm, I'm trying to trying to fit in. Um, who I don't think we've even mentioned in conversation. I am going to go for a dark horse. I'm going to go for Elias. Very nice. Is he? He's still on the roster, yeah. Yeah, he's still employed. Um, they. So the last thing that I read about about Elias was that they were they were pretty much they were getting ready to give him some sort of return. Obviously, they did the the graveyard burying the guitar, all that kind of stuff. The character was dead. R.I.P. Elias. Blah blah blah. And then they they were planning to have him come back as this like larger than life, bright, colourful character. But supposedly. Vince took one look at him, and because of the beard and the bright colours, he was like, he's basically the macho man, Randy Savage, and he just he just cut short those plans. Because he is identical to, to macho man. They look literally the same. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I don't know why... I don't know why... Uh, They're not related, man. right? I know Macho Man had a bit of a checkered history, a bit of a checkered past, and, uh, you know, had, had a lot of shit and demons in his personal life, and obviously there's that long-lasting rumour of him and Stephanie when she was younger, but <clears throat> why would you not want to replicate one of your most over-popular superstars of all time? Right. Fuck right. it, yeah, let people be reminded of the Macho Man, that's fine. Just don't, I just feel like, just don't do... To Elias, what they did with uh, fucking Ascension, try to make them the Road Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I was so mad when they ruined them immediately. That's a good point because, like, obviously Vince is looking at it like, oh, he looks too much like Macho Man, let's cancel it. But then you've got to worry, like, he might see it from the other perspective of, oh, he looks a lot like the Macho Man, let's lead <coughs> into this. Right. You don't want it to be a parody. Exactly. Because I think Elias is awesome. Um, okay, over to your next one. All right, I'm going to match you on your last tag team with Jacket Time. Okay. <laughs> so That's so funny enough, I actually really like Jacket Time because of how incredible that crowd reaction is to them, regardless of how stupid it sounds. <laughs> uh, I'm a really big fan of uh, – uh, how do you pronounce his name? It's Eichmann Jiro. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's phenomenal. <laughs> I just he reminds me a lot of uh uh what the hell is his name? Uh, Jimmy Wang Yang a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um I'm a big fan of Kushida. I think he's I think he's an Kushida's incredible great. wrestler. Yeah. Um you need a good technical wrestler, I think he he is it. Um <clears throat> there's more matches that, that, that you've you've brought up since, like as when we were talking about Tyler Bate and all the great Great matches he could have against Finn Balor and stuff. Like, you know, you've got Montez Ford, you've got Escobar versus Finn, Escobar versus Tyler, um, Kushida versus Tyler, Kushida versus Escobar Dunn. versus Baron Corbin, bro. Yeah, fuck you. I for think Baron Corbin, Corbin against like <laughs> anybody in today's 
uh, NXT product and like black and gold era, I think would be just phenomenal. Yeah, and he's he's a great worker. He's a really yeah. good worker. He's solid. He's dependable. He doesn't hurt anybody. Um, My favorite thing about Baron, you know, to to add to your dependable comment is he has literally taken on the worst gimmicks and he has worked with it in every ounce of the way. Yeah. The king went on for far too long. The constable went on far too long. I really like the constable. Um, I did too, but they, they kept it like a year too long. Yeah. And same same for the king. The king went for, I was talking about this recently with some friends. It was either 19 or 21 months, I can't remember, yeah. or 22 months, nearly two years. Like, no King gimmick should go that long. I just, you know, like I said, I hate to use the pandemic as an excuse, but I feel like COVID just shifted the company's everything. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> um, right, okay, so I think we're, we're even on, on tag teams now, aren't we? So I'm going to scrap It's Joaquin that. Wild, by the way. Joaquin Wild, Wild and... Mendoza. Mendoza. Wild and Mendoza, yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. If they're listening to this, I apologize that we didn't know your surnames. Um I am going to round off my mid to upper card. <clears throat> Damien Priest. Damien Priest is phenomenal. Just stop that face shit. Yes, literally honestly <laughs> on word for word, basically what I was gonna say. Um stop the stupid over the top facial expressions, they look horrendous and cringe they're embarrassing they make me like look away when he's doing them um keep the intensity do everything that he was doing in nxt he's an awesome athletic big man which has always been my favorite i'm genuinely curious if he did that while he was punishment martinez like because i've looked at some of like some of the ridiculous stuff that some wrestlers do now and it's just like oh well that's a wwe thing i'm like oh no they were doing that in the indies i'm like okay yeah like i guess uh Apollo uh, Apollo Cruz. I almost said Apollo Creed. Jesus, um, <laughs> Apollo Cruz. Uh, he was doing the Nigerian stuff on the Indies too. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, I'll be honest. I didn't even know that he was an Indies guy. Yeah, he was. He was, he was Uma. Was his uh, indie name? Yeah, I didn't know much of him until he came to WWE um, or anything for that matter. Um, okay, cool, right, so I had Damien Priest um, Yeah, really, really good mid-card guy I think it's only a matter of time before he gets into the, the main event scene um, Who is your next pick? I'm going to go with uh, Biggie Yeah Makes I'm surprised it wasn't picked yet Yeah, I was going to say I'm surprised it took this long Especially with me doing New Day like five or six I honestly thought you were going to pick him right after Woods and Kofi <clears throat> I'll tell you why I didn't because I'm, I've, I've gone off him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I've heard that a lot. He's still very good. Don't get me wrong. He's a great character, and he's one of those guys who can do fun and goofy, and then he can do intense and powerful. But I don't know. It was, it wasn't a great. This I, I tried to avoid saying his name earlier when we were talking about Jinder. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't a great title run. Um, as much of a fan of him as I am, it wasn't a great run. He didn't have the best opposition. Um. Yeah, the booking just just wasn't particularly good. I was happy when Brock took the title off him. I'm a huge, huge, huge Brock Lesnar fan. Um, I think I was one of the the few people who wasn't outraged by that. I don't mind Biggie. Biggie's great. He tried to. He did the best that he could with what he was given. But 
I, I, I my friend's a really big Big E fan too, and he was really upset that he lost. And I'm like, listen, like you got to look at it from a business perspective. He wasn't yeah. moving sales, he wasn't moving merch, and in my opinion, and I am a huge fan of the New Day and a huge fan of Biggie. Um, get him away from the New Day stuff. Yeah, like I understand, like they're they're brothers and they support each other, man. But you're gonna be a you're gonna be a champion. You gotta break away from that. Like yeah, like Paul Heyman said, you gotta be serious. I liked it when they brought back, like when they gave him new music of his own. I liked it when they brought back the um, you know, what he does with his, with his hands when he yeah. I can't remember what it's called, like the 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 weightlifting powder. Yeah, it's for the weightlifting powder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I liked how he how he started referencing the five count again as well, backstage of Sami Zayn. That was cool. I think he was a better intercontinental champion than he was absolutely WWE champion. Um, it's a shame. Do you feel I like would... that happens with everybody who finally makes it and then they get too comfortable? Uh Definitely in the last couple of years, but can we put that down to the pandemic and the lack of fans and the lack of getting invested? I don't know. Um, it's hard to say because most mid-card reigns from the last few years haven't haven't got to that next level yet. Obviously, like Priest's been champion for a little while. Sheamus was US champion for a little while. Um, Riddle. <clears throat> Riddle. Yeah. Um, they didn't do anything with Ricochet after his... I think AJ is probably one of the few who who had those those mid card runs and then went on to more successfully and and didn't fall into the 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 getting comfortable and getting lazy thing. Um, I can't think of I can't think of many of us that have. Yeah, I feel like the mid card has been hurting of like anything major in the last like couple of years for sure. I was gonna say the Miz, but obviously his WWE title period was incredibly short because it was meant to be so that you can't really you can't really put that in there um okay i'm gonna go for my next pick and oddly enough it was gonna be the miz um the greatest intercontinental champion of all time don't care what anybody says um he's like 30 days short of being the all-time longest um i think he's got the joint most amount of reigns, or he might be one behind Jericho. I can't remember. I think Jericho's got nine. He's one behind, yeah. Yeah, Miz on eight, Jericho on nine, about 30 days off of, um, is it Pedro Morales? Or is it Santana? I'm pretty sure it's Pedro Morales. Um, I love the Miz. He made the Intercontinental title feel important again, when it hadn't done for probably about a decade. Um, He was IC champion at a time when Brock had the title the universal title i think it was um he, he was holding it hostage wasn't he it was never on tv so the miz sort of stepped up was the... that his 504 title reign yeah i think so um, the miz the miz basically yeah he just he just elevated the title made it important again he was main event in most shows he was main event in most raws at that at that time um yeah. with a mid card title um, he was in a feud with Roman, who was obviously still being positioned as the top guy. Um, Miz has been great in tag teams. He's been great on the mid card. I enjoyed his um, main title runs, like WWE title runs. He got to main event WrestleMania. He got to be in there with Cena and The Rock. Um, we've talked a lot about vastly underrated wrestlers, and I think the Miz is is one of them. I think he belongs in the conversation for very criminally underrated. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not going to make it onto anyone's Mount Rushmore's because, honestly, he's not the best wrestler. We all know that. Um, I think he might have the worst finisher of all time. Skull Crushing Finale just has no impact to it. I hate seeing it. It's so it's, it's just too blokes. I think Liv, I think Liv Morgan probably has a worse finisher than he does. I I cannot uh, stand her finisher. Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does not look good at all. I like the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the execution, yeah, isn't. But unless you have somebody who sells it well, it doesn't look good. Right, I'm just going to have a quick count of how many we've got. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 1, 2, 3, 4. We have got 24, so 6 each. Um, <clears throat> let's get through these last 6 a bit more quick fire. Um, okay. Try and try and get this whittled down because we've still got to pick all of our champions as well. Um, yeah. So I've had the Miz there, so let's go for your 25th pick. Um, I'm going to add to my women's division and say Bianca Belair. Yeah, see, this is another one who I keep occasionally thinking, how have we not picked Bianca yet? Um, I think it's because we have everybody in there, uh, like NXT and NXT UK, is why she got overlooked. Yeah, yeah, even though she's she's in the title scene, like right yeah. now, you, you would think that she would just be one of the first ones to come to mind, but even after saying Street Profits and her husband, yeah. I didn't think of Bianca. Um, no, Bianca's awesome. I'm a, a absolutely massive, massive fan. Um, I will match your women's pick with. I'm gonna go for a call up. Um, I'm gonna go for Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel's phenomenal. Raquel is awesome. She had a great showing at New Year's Evil. Great match against Rhea last year in NXT. Um, yeah, I think she. I don't want to fall in. I don't want to fall into that thing that everybody says. She's not the next China. Sure, she, she reminds me of China. She's got that same sort of like intensity and the strength and the build. Yeah, I get where people are coming from. She's the first Raquel Gonzalez. She's not the yeah. next China. I think, as much as I love China, <clears throat> outside of her relationship with Eddie on the screen, we never saw too much character. She got hurt a lot, didn't she? Like after that, after yeah. that neck injury. Even even as even as part of um, thingy, yeah. Why, why why is DX? DX right. Like right, oh right. you know that 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 faction. What was it called? Oh, only one of the the biggest factions of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, DX. Even as part of DX, she never showed much character other than being a strong woman. I think Raquel's got a bit more about her, like the Latino background and she, her heritage. She's spoken about that. Um, yeah. The only really thing like China had going for it, to be honest with you, was the. You know the presence. Yeah, yeah. They they did a great job with China of like having her in the intercontinental scene and having her um, hold the title and having her in the Royal Rumble and stuff like that. But like I say, outside of that, she is fondly remembered for being different. Yeah, isn't she? Um, so cool. Yeah, Raquel was my next one. Over to you. All right. So I was torn between this guy and another guy, but I chose him because the other still needs work. Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah, really good pick. Didn't even think of Theory myself, even after we mentioned him earlier. Um, I think the way I look at Austin Theory is, I feel like Vince is putting in the effort uh, with him that he did with Drew. Um, so hopefully, we'll see something out of Austin Theory here soon. Yeah, I think he's going to be a top guy easily. He'll he'll have a mid card reign this mid card title reign this year. 
What's he on? He's on Raw, isn't he? So yeah, he's US. on Raw, right? Yeah, I could see him. I could see him as US champion. I think he'd be quite good. Obviously, he's had a little bit of experience on the main roster already, hasn't he? When he was with um, with uh, Seth Rollins, when he was with Seth, obviously that didn't work out. And then when he was with um, Zelina and and her little oh my god, I forgot about that. <clears throat> yeah, it was very brief. I think I think a lot of people forget about it. Um, and he got to work with Randy Orton at the time as well, didn't he? In in what was going on there. So um, yeah, awesome. No, really good pick. I really like theory um i am going to go for another good solid mid card guy who needs to be used better i think is he on raw now ricochet see my thing with ricochet when he first got signed was he was too flippy um i'm glad that he's starting to work a little bit better um yeah i think he has potential to uh to be a lot better than what he has done um but you know I think he's great. I think Ricochet is great. Um, there's very few humans in the world who can do what Ricochet does, and he Absolutely. should be used better to appeal to more kids and get you know new fans invested. Like this guy's a fucking superhero. Right. Use that. Yeah. You know, use that to to show off your brand more. Um, yeah. Cool. Over to you, Wade. I'm gonna meet you with uh, Mustafa Ali. <clears throat> oh man, that's a name I didn't think of at all. If we're talking about criminally underrated. Well, I, I guess he had like that whole gimmick that he was going to do. And I guess USA basically shut it down like right away. Um, yeah. Because I guess it came off like a really bad message. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would that would that work in this day and age? I don't know. That would have that would have worked like 10, 20 years ago. I think Social media really is just so bad, man. Yeah, I love Mustafa Ali. Um, doesn't get to talk often enough because he's a great talker, man. And he's he's always fighting for something in real life, like it's for his family, for his culture, his heritage. He just he seems like a really decent guy, mm-hmm. like a really nice guy. Um, really passionate and hardworking. Uh, yeah, I love Ali. Um, he he even managed to make Retribution that little bit better. Yeah. You know, he, he helped to, to salvage something there and made it a little bit more interesting. Um, okay, right, so what did you do? You've just gone for a sort of like a mid-card guy. I am going to call somebody up from NXT. Mr. Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy is so good, man. So um, good. Mike, regular of the show, Mike Nunn, will be very happy with that. Joe Gacy is his absolute favourite. Um <clears throat> He reminds me of Kevin Owens in his look and the way that he moves around the ring and the way that he wrestles. His character is just the most unbelievably perfect fit for 2022. Right. You know, everything he says is the truth and it pisses people off and that just proves that what he's saying is the truth. Right. You know, I love how he calls his fans snowflakes. Snowflakes. It's so clever and it's so simple as well because he's literally just echoing real life and real life culture. Um... And it's really good. I don't know what the deal is with him and Harland. I, I imagine, as these stories always go, Harland will eventually turn on him, eventually snap. Um, I don't know if that'll make Gacy into a face. I don't know. Yeah. Harland doesn't strike me as a face. Mm-hmm. I would I would like to see Gacy. For me, he's not a heel, and he's also obviously not a face. He's he's a bit of a very anti, very anti hero. Yeah, he's it's like he's trying to give the right message, but he's doing it in a very arrogant, cocky. <laughs> right. 
You know, I loved what he did with with getting rid of the the weight classification. Yeah. To get that match for the cruiserweight title, that, that was, was so, so funny. funny. Yeah. So funny and so topical and so current as well. When he um, started saying talking about privilege, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this man's gonna get cancelled. Um, my next pick is gonna be Nakamura. Yeah, shame me to say that I forgot about Nakamura. Such a shame. Um, would you put Nakamura in that underrated thing? I think I I would. Um, no, it's more underutilized than under. Underutilized. I wouldn't say underrated. I'd say underutilized. Um, yeah, they really... did. Good. Uh, I was just gonna say I was really happy when he won the Rumble. Yeah, I thought it was a great choice. Um, he was super popular, super over, and they just they just didn't know what to do with him. Which is why I worry about Asian wrestlers because of what they did with him. See, um, at least he brings character to the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the stuff with Rick Boogs is, is awesome. Yeah, I like I like what they're doing there. Um, the only problem that I have with it is the Intercontinental Title is my favorite title. It always has right. been. Um, basically, everyone who's ever held it has been one of my favorite wrestlers. So I just don't like to see it not defended. The last time it was defended on pay per view was WrestleMania. Jesus. So by the time this episode goes out, assuming he hasn't defended it on pay per view between now and then, it'll basically be a year. And, you know, there was a period in the IC title's history where it went about six or eight WrestleManias, I forget, without even being featured. It just meant nothing. Nobody cared about it. And I I don't want it to get back to that point. It hasn't felt like... I thought Apollo was a good IC champion. I thought Big E was great. But I still think it hasn't meant anything since Miz. Yeah, that's fair. It needs somebody like Sheamus or Drew. The fact that Cena has never held that title either is mind-blowing to me. Yeah, yeah. you think if anybody's a Grand Slam champion, it'd be Cena, wouldn't it? But no. Cool. Okay, right, so that was another mid-card guy. I am going to struggle, to be honest. I'm, I'm really I'm really running out of names that are coming to me. Um... There's a lot of UK talent that hasn't been used either. Yeah. I have my eyes on, had my eyes on one of them. I am going to go for another tag team. I'm going to go for Alpha Academy. Um, Alpha Academy is great. Because I want to round off my underrated list by throwing Chad Gable in there. One of the best pure wrestlers anywhere Easily. in the world. He's so damn good. Um, so yeah, Chad Gable has to make it into there somehow. Let me just check where we are. Got three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty. Twenty-eight. Yeah, so we've got two left each. You are up next. Okay. Um, I'm gonna throw out a controversial pick and pick Jordan Devlin. <clears throat> Ooh, no, that's not controversial to me, man. I, I think he's awesome. Sure, yes, he's obviously done things. But no, that's another that's another really good pick. Um, Just really because good. I loved him versus Finn Balor. So damn good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Fuck, man, this is difficult now. I know we've only got two left, so I could just pick any random names, but there's there's one name in there that I'm intentionally not picking. And people are probably screaming, like, why have you not picked him? <laughs> um, I'm not bothered about... I'm, I'm obviously not bothered about keeping our divisions exactly the same amounts of people in each division, so I'm going to go for a woman who needs to be used properly. Go for Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah, I love Rhea. Loved everything about Rhea in NXT, her presentation, her look, her strength, her brutality. Um, she's a very good wrestler. She's very good at what she does. Um, 
I was sad when she didn't win the Rumble, but I was happy that Bianca won it. It was very sort of like conflicting feelings. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Rhea has been. Bianca is probably one of the best things that's happened to that women's division. It's absolutely oh, God, insane yeah. to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Rhea could have been as well, and she should have been. Yeah. I'm torn on my last pick. I am going to go with Bobby Lashley. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look. I'm like, damn, I'm pretty sure we picked him already because we were talking about him. Shit, that's that's bad, isn't it? Like we've we've mentioned everybody in that title picture at the moment. Yeah. Like we even literally said about half an hour ago, like, oh, it's gonna be Bob <laughs> versus Lashley. Right. We we haven't mentioned him, yeah. Hmm. No, that's a really good pick. Another really good pick. Um uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go for a name that we have spoken about earlier. Um I'm glad you didn't mention him. I didn't know if I should pick him or not. Um I'm pretty sure he's gonna be he's gonna be one for the future. I'm gonna go for Grayson Waller. Uh, so funny thing is I actually was torn between him and Theory. Why did you go for Theory? Uh, because I, I think uh, Theory is ready opposed to Grayson Waller. I feel like he needs a little more work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Grayson's awesome. Yeah, I think he's a very good... He's. I think he has the potential to be a better Miz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, that, I, can, I can see that. He's got that attitude, hasn't he? But we, we know that he can also... I know we've not seen loads of him wrestling in the ring. But he's a yeah. heat magnet. Yeah. Like the Miz is at his best, but I think Grayson can probably go a bit more than the Miz yeah. can. Um, Grayson's comment, uh, I think it was this past Tuesday or maybe the Tuesday before that, um, when he's like, "I know the people that need to like me, not you guys." I was just like, "Damn, man!" Like that was that was a good line. Whoever fed him that was pretty damn it's smart. Right, it's, it's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna be great. I think he's gonna be great. So that is it. That's that's our main roster. So really quick, I'm actually kind of disappointed neither one of us picked Cesaro. See, so he he's literally the guy who who I just said I'm avoiding picking him. Ah, okay. I think Cesaro is overrated. I think you know not... I'm actually kind of glad somebody said that. I, I, honestly, man, I've said it for so long. I think he's one of the best hot tags anywhere in the world. He's amazing at a hot tag. Yeah. Obviously, he's a good like spectacle doing the the spin and doing all that kind of stuff um he's great at what he does don't get me wrong there are so many reasons why he hasn't been a world champion there's so many reasons why he more than he is um all of the talent in the world if you can't connect with an audience if you can't sell merchandise if you can't put butts in seats as tony would say you ain't gonna be champion it's it's that simple and if a million people are saying you are underrated you're not underrated by nice. by definition of all those people rating you. You are not underrated. Maybe in the company's eyes, you would say underutilized, like we keep saying throughout this episode. But you're 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 not underrated if everybody thinks that you're shit hot and should be champion. Right. That makes yeah. sense. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just I'm just not bothered by Cesaro. I think he reminds been... me of Chris Hero, and I don't like Chris Hero. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Don't that. like his work at all. <clears throat> no, I, I I know exactly what you mean. Um, right, okay, I am going to start... Oh, actually, no, I'll let you choose who's your universal champion. Shall I assume mm. Roman? <laughs> Let's go back on Yeah, to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Roman, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Roman, it makes sense. He has... it's, it's the easiest pick. 
Fantastic. Uh, Intercontinental? Uh, Cameron Grimes. Okay, yeah, nice. Fits his character, doesn't it? Having a title and... Okay, SmackDown Tab Champs. See, I'm torn on MSK and Mustache Mountain. Um, For the sole fact that I feel like they'd get over it instantly, MSK. Yep. I would have gone for MSK, I think, out of your whole list. SmackDown Women's Champ? Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion would probably be the go-to, and that's Mandy Rose. Okay. Keep her in her current gimmick, too. Uh, King of the Ring. Oh, so I actually have a good one because of uh, NXT UK. Joe Coffey. Okay, yeah. Because he call, doesn't he, he calls himself the Irish King, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so I'm going to do my champions and then we're going to move on to commentary. Um, so I'm going to go. I mean, it just makes sense for Brock to be my WWE champion. Um, US champion. I am gonna go for. You got so many good picks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. Um, I really, oh man, loads of these have been US champion and have been very good US champions. So I'm gonna try and go. For... I think I think Brom. I think Brom. Okay. Him, okay. Something to work with to like, you know get himself over and get himself established. <clears throat> Tag team champions. Hmm. My original plan was I didn't want to go for an existing team. I wanted to pair somebody together. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've got that many who really fit together. Um, no, no, no. Oh, oh no, because you got Kevin Owens. I was going to do Seth and Kevin Owens. Um, i tell you what, I will go for... I'll go for Grizzled Young Veterans. I was going to say that, yeah. Um, and then what was my last one? So Raw Women's Champion... Uh, Shayna <clears throat> Give Shayna the spotlight she deserves Alright then let's move Oh I've got 24-7 champion as well haven't I So I need somebody Somebody that can just be Put it on Omos <laughs> <laughs> He's never... Nobody would beat him <laughs> I'm losing it. Um, Shall I put it on Drew uh, No I am going to put it on I worry that Joe Gacy would be the kind of guy that they put it on, but let's. Oh my god, it'd be so good. The inclusive championship. Let's make it matter a bit more and put it on the Miz. Okay. Okay. And I think he could do some fun stuff with it, and it'd be fun to see Maurice take it off him as well. <laughs> um, right then, so we're going to go on to our commentary teams. Um, we've basically done this for you. You can have a wrestler on commentary. Obviously, we've seen lots of wrestlers on commentary in the past. Um, anybody across any brand who's working on commentary, anyone backstage, anybody who's a manager, anybody who's an on-screen authority figure, whatever it might be. So, who would be your first one, Wade? Uh, I gotta go with the easy one, say Pat McAfee. You motherfucker, yeah. I knew you were gonna (laughs) Not surprised. Pat is just so damn good at what he does, man. I love it. He is. He really is. He's a breath of fresh air. I love what he and Cole... I I love their chemistry. Um, Yeah. And for that reason, I am going for Michael Cole. I'm not letting you have him. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I, I got a I got a super out of the box one for my second pick. I think Nigel McGuinness. No, <laughs> Nigel was a... <laughs> really. Was a... Never mind, he's awesome. That's amazing. Honestly, he was. He was. I've only gone for Nigel was going to be my first one, but I went for Cole, thinking that you might take Cole. 
Um, yeah, I love Nigel. I think he's one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. He's incredible. So sad that he didn't get an opportunity to wrestle for WWE because he, he, he's incredible. Um, okay, right. So, obviously, that, that messes mine up a little bit now. Um, okay, if we're going outside the box and, and these two guys would work together beautifully... Oh, Paul Heyman commentary Paul is Heyman. my favorite. Paul Heyman on <laughs> so good. Paul Heyman on commentary. He basically always had somebody who was like quite strong on commentary with him. But obviously, when like when he was with Jr., Jr. would give as good as he got. Imagine how much Heyman would bully Michael Cole, especially during the invasion storyline. Man, oh my god, yeah, it'd be great, especially Heyman at this part of his career. Um, so yeah, who's your third and final? My third and final will probably be Wade Barrett. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like I like what Wade has brought to the table in. Um... And I just feel like with the combination of Nigel being really good at play by play, Pat is really good at the the little quips, and Wade Barrett is just such a good heel. Yeah, completely agree, mate. Really good. That's a really good table, and you've got two Brits on there, which I obviously like. Um, yeah. So. <clears throat> I didn't have Barrett in mind. Uh, in in mind for mine, I am gonna go for. It messes up my team a little bit because he's gonna be a bit too similar to Paul Heyman. But I am a big fan of Corey Graves. I feel like Corey and Paul could work very well off of each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think there's any harm in having two heels. Um, I think Heyman would be more of like an an outright like full on heel commentator, whereas Corey yeah. at least sort of like tells the truth. And he, and he kind of like stays like uh what you call it the today's references like he's very yeah I can't think of the damn word you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like very like culturally appropriate right yeah yeah there but you go. not not too much like Mauro Ranello yeah because he always bugged me Mauro was just so over the top he was almost too keen mm-hmm. um okay then so the big one so pick who your general manager would be. Now, if you pick who I have picked, I have only got one person in mind, so I'm going to be fucking heartbroken because I don't know who I'm going to pick. Um, all right, just because I'm a really really big fan of the authority, um I'd probably go Triple H Stephanie. <laughs> That's fine. Triple H slash Stephanie McMahon. Okay. Yeah, really good. No, I I was a big fan of the authority. Um I love I love an authority figure. I love a general manager. So many people just like, oh, it always know. adds that something. You know what I mean? It helps. It gives you like if things are getting bad and you've got nothing else to lean on, wrestler versus authority. It always works. Cena always. versus the authority. Brian versus the authority. Kofi Mania. It's it's easy. It's easy writing. Okay, I'm really glad that you went for them because it means that I get to pick Samoa Joe. You know what's really funny is I was actually going to go for him originally. I was just kind of like, eh, he was going to be on my commentary. Too easy, yeah. He was going to be on my commentary team because I thought he was so good on Raw. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think a general manager position is tailor made for <laughs> someone like Joe. And with William Regal's release yesterday, who knows if they go back to having a proper general manager? You know, we know that Joe's there. We know he's working. He's probably stepped into Regal's backstage role. So I'd love to see him back on TV a bit. Right. And doing- I liked it. I know it was very brief when they have him being Regal's enforcer kind of thing, but I was a really big fan of that. And I think that was like the beginning of like him push them pushing William Regal out too. 
I like to think that Regal stuck around a bit longer to help Joe like get ready. Yeah, for exactly my point, right. Because Regal Regal could have walked away at any point. We don't know if he's been released, if he's been fired, if he's chosen to go. Um, could have come to the end of his contract. We don't know. If we I'm not know. mistaken, didn't he want to leave before Joe came back? Uh, I thought I heard like he wanted to leave. He's been there a long old time, like long time. Years, given everything to the company, I am. Um, I, as you've probably seen my tweet, I'm not upset by these most recent releases. They NXT is changing, and at the minute, I think it's changing for the better. Like I absolutely, I don't, I don't like it as much as I like the black and gold. It was my favorite period of wrestling ever, more than the Attitude Era, more than anything in my life. It just clicked and connected with me so much. But um, I've started to really enjoy 2.0 the last few weeks, last couple of months. Um, They've made a lot of people care about it again. Yeah, I'm not mad at any of the changes. I was at first. People were fucking angry when Bron Breaker kicked through that big X. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Right. Um, So, yeah, there we go, man. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. That is our full team, so I will quickly run down these again for anybody on audio so <clears throat> myself on raw we had brock lesnar walter becky lynch sasha banks sheamus drew mcintyre seth rollins aj styles alexa bliss Ilya dragunov randy orton the usos grizzle young veterans Shayna baszler dakota kai uh omos bron breaker cora jade kofi kingston and xavier woods as the new day the dirty dogs the mysterios uh, Elias, Damian Priest, The Miz, Raquel Gonzalez, Ricochet, Joe Gacy, Alpha Academy, Rhea Ripley, and Grayson Waller. Wade over on SmackDown had Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Cameron Grimes, Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray, Baron Corbin, uh, Charlotte Flair, Carmelo Hayes, Bailey Pete Dunn, Tommaso Ciampa, LA Knight, MSK, Mustache Mountain, Zia Lee, Edge, Finn Balor, Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose, or, well, I guess they're, they're, they come as one. Um, Gallus, Street Profits, Santos Escobar, Jacket Time, Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Jacket Time, um, Big E, uh, Bianca Belair, Austin Fury, Mustafa Ali, Shinsuke Nakamura, Jordan Devlin, and Bobby Lashley. Awesome. Everybody, thank you for sitting through this. Bit of a long episode, but I don't care. It flew by for me. I really enjoyed that. Um, comment below and comment on Twitter as well and let us know who you think had the best roster who you think had the best um champions best general manager best commentary team wade my friend thank you so much for joining me it is always thank a pleasure you. having you on the show i think you've been on probably a few times now because you've done a couple of quizzes as well it's always mr. a blast 300. <laughs> mr 300 of course i'm surprised you didn't pick 300 wrestlers <laughs> um no man, like I say, thank you for giving me your time. It's always appreciated. Um, before I let you go, like I always do, let people know where you are on social media and where they can follow you and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can follow me at Mercy with a mouth. I'm constantly pissing off AEW fans and blocked by every journalist. <laughs> yeah, man, and I'm I'm proud to say that I've been blocked by Dave Meltzer now. Huge W. Um, <laughs> because I pointed out that he was attacking fans needlessly for not sharing the same opinion as him. So if that's what I'm getting blocked for, I'm happy to get blocked for it. Guys, like I said, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I forgot to say at the start, but please make sure you hit subscribe. If you've watched this on YouTube, please make sure you hit follow. If you've been listening on audio, drop a comment. Let me know if you've enjoyed the episode. Share your thoughts on our rosters. And I look forward to seeing you next time on It's My Wrestling Podcast. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.